Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey Don guys, welcome back to our channel. So we're going to be going through a couple of guys I didn't mention that weren't in either the alternates or the people squad. And we're going to go through what you should do with them, but then go through a bunch of options for, for all the different positions here. So it should be a pretty big video, this one, and I hope you get a lot out of it. But just if you, you know, if it's, if it's too long for you and you're looking for certain things, just scroll through uh, and you'll find out sort of the guys I'm talking about in different positions. So uh, Cam Munster is out for a few weeks. So very much similar to what you're looking at with Fida, except Munster's actually has an injury. So he should be out for two weeks, come back for around 12, then out for 13. And then there's a good chance he might get rested in 14, for example. Yeah, so you might be missing four out of the next five weeks. So for Munster, again, similar boat to for Fida, just there's a lot of uh, a lot of money sitting there for someone that plays Origin, who's going to miss, what, four out of the next, what's that, nine games, approximately. Um yeah, so he's someone that I think you can look at trading out. Obviously, 3.59% of people have already done so uh, this early in the week. So, yeah, I can understand if you're trading him out completely not against it unless you have 18 trades and you've max traded. I wouldn't be trading out Munster if you've done that. Um, the other guys on this list, Hampton, I think, is a definite trade out. He's going to be out all the way until the round to 13 buy as well. So another four weeks for Hampton, unfortunately, at least. Actually, sorry, no, no he's out. he could be out for... He could be out for, what, three months, actually. Sorry, forget that. Um, Brandon Smith, I think, is definitely a hold. He's only out for the one week, and he'll be playing in round 13. Won't be playing Origin, so I think you've got to hold him, especially with how crazy this week's been. And Zach Sini's the other one. I think he's too cheap to trade out of your side with all the issues that we have currently. So for everyone to trade him in last week and then trade him out is a very stupid move. Obviously, he's been dropped, but he's just too cheap to, to do anything about, I think. Kurt Capewell's only out for one week, so I'd be wary of, of Kurt in trading him out. Um, Tessie, yeah, I think you can move him on. That's fine. Ken Murray, Momorowski, I think Mom should be probably a little bit higher in the percentage of trade-outs. Rapana, yeah, hit and miss is, is if you can trade him out or not. So we spoke about a bunch of those guys. But, yeah, the other one to talk about was Harry Grant. And with him being out for, it looks like, a couple of weeks as well, he's going to be in a similar boat to Munster. Obviously, a lot less people have brought Grant in so far. But 678, I think a lot of people are going to be trying to target him around, around 14 or 15. 
So keep that in mind. If you if you have him currently, it's a bit of a pain in the ass, and it might be. Yeah, he's just so cheap. Six seventy eight is great. Um, yeah, when when you've got that sitting on your bench rather than what Munster's going to be seven ten, only a slight difference. But yeah, who do you think's going to get rested after Origin? Both these guys are going to have really important roles to play in Origin, so they both might be getting rested in those times because the Storm have enough players to cover. So think about that when you're looking at trading out some of these guys. But uh, let's go through a couple of examples. If you're looking to trade out a Fafida or a Munster or these types of guys and you have uh, plenty of available cash, then these are the types of guys I'd be looking at. In terms of Reed Mane, I'd be waiting on him because there's a chance he doesn't make it through the concussion protocols. I think you can you can wait a couple of weeks. His price should drop down a little bit further, so I wouldn't be rushing to get him in this week. Obviously, a lot of uh, only Simkin adds in a hooker that's been... Um, yeah, that's not playing this week, but most people have Braley and a McCulloch or uh, a Mane com- combo or something like that. So uh, Hooker's not a priority this week, I don't think. I think a lot of the other positions are or filling your interchange bench. So uh, Papa, as I said last week, I think he's you know scored amazingly well for you know the type of game that he had, but he's priced in the mid-60s already, right? He's pretty much almost priced at what he's averaging right now, 68. So I'd be wary about picking him up just at his real peak price. I still think he's going to average closer to 58.60. So I think he's got a little bit of a drop in his price to be had. Uh, You can also see how they play him, Madison, Brown, Lane, if he's going to get some lesser minutes, if he has to come into the middle or not. So just keep an eye out on that. I don't think he's a big priority this week as we have a lot of issues in the squad right now. Payne Haas is an awesome pickup if you're playing head-to-head. I'd be holding off if you're not and you're going for overall points. Jerome Hughes is scoring incredibly well. That's four games in a row of, of crazy scoring, right? We'll pop him up on the screen. Jerome Hughes there at 778. But just be just be wary of the price that he's got himself to. Obviously, what have we got? 85, 78, 73, and 78. When you look at what how he started the, the year, he's played absolutely incredible the last bunch of weeks. Will he be able to keep that up? Obviously, Munster's out and Riley Jacks is in, so you'd imagine that he... You know, I don't think his role changes too much. He's already the majority kicker making plenty of metres, obviously not kicking goals or anything like that, but he has just been doing everything perfectly and, and will he be able to keep that up going forward? That's going to be the question. I think he's probably a little bit overpriced at this point at 778 because you're looking at, you know, he's, he's averaged pretty much exactly what he's priced at. So I don't think he averages 60 over the year. I think he's a 55, 53 kind of player. Um, that's just my opinion. On, on Hughes there, you can pick him up, but... Yeah, there's also there's a few guys a little bit cheaper that might average a similar amount across the year is my is my question uh, and my thoughts. Frizzell, I'd be holding off as well. Plays Origin, scoring really well, but there's a couple other guys like Madison and that you can pick up in the edge, which we'll talk about. Ponga as well, I'd be holding off, bringing him in for the same reasons. Origin, um, DCE, same deal. Toa, if we think he's not going to make Origin, he's a really good option for. And Momorowski, if you'd like to bring in a wing fullback, if you have enough cover in the centres, then Toto's a great option there. Going to be averaging somewhere in the mid-50s, which is what he's priced at, which is good. Uh, Cookie, again, I wouldn't be bringing him in right now. A lot of people are still looking to trade him out, but you've got to hold him. TBJ, I had a question asked about what happens when Glenn comes back. Well, Ricky got dropped, remember, to the bench uh, when they when they decided to play TPJ in the in the second row role. So when Glenn comes back, I imagine Ricky goes back to the bench. TBG's been playing pretty well. 
uh, TBJ. Sorry, he's been playing pretty well in the in the second row, so I think he probably keeps his spot. At seven hundred and twenty nine k, he's a pretty solid option that should be averaging you know, somewhere in the fifties. I don't think he changes much from this price going forward, just because he's that up and down type of player. Uh, but he's playing round thirteen, should be only a slight up, uh, slight chance of playing Origin. So he's a solid option there at seven twenty nine k. You see, you get him at one hundred and twenty k discount to someone like Papa, um, and they'll. He might score a tiny bit more, but I don't think he scores too much more. Tamalolo, he obviously doesn't play around 13. So that's my my thoughts around him is a lot of people like, oh, wait a week and see what his minutes are like. Yeah, I understand that. But I think I feel like if you're getting him in, you've got to get him in now. Um, now that his price has, has stabilized, you get him in now unless you get him in round 14. I'd be looking to pick him up after the first buy, and then he has a clean slate for the rest of the year where he doesn't miss any more games. So... Yeah, obviously a few things to think about. He's coming off a couple of broker hands, so do you want to take that risk? Will he play 70 minutes again? Not exactly sure, so keep that in mind. Gutho, good chance of playing Origin, so I'd be I'd be worried until round 13 if he's continuing to play well and doesn't make Origin, and it doesn't look it looks like he's out of favour in that and won't play in in, in future Origin games. Then then I think he's a solid option, but probably a few better in that wing fullback like a Toto and, and and those types of guys. All right, McCulloch. Comes in as a solid option if you're looking for a replacement for Simkin. If you only have a Braley and no hooker cover, then maybe McCulloch and having that, that dual uh, hooker guns is, is a solid one there. He's still going to average around that 60. Uh, should get back to his 80 minutes. Obviously, they were winning on the weekend, so they didn't need to, to, need to play him that 80 minutes when the rest of the you know, the rest of the team can cover that for, for the 10 minutes or whatever it was. Um, as Tor spoke about Munster, I think Madison's a really, really strong buy this week. I imagine a lot of people will be getting him and, and you know trading for feeder for him or Munster or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a straight swap for Munster in terms of price, which is great. You know, you save 18k there. Um, good option along with Lucy Leilu. I think they're both at the same price point. I don't, I'd expect Madison to average slightly better, but obviously you have the risk of him if he gets concussed again. He's going to be out for a bunch of weeks, so that's the scary thing for him. Hopefully, it doesn't happen for his sake and his health, but also our fantasy team. So. Um, that's probably the only difference with Leilua. He probably averages a little bit less in, you know, over, across the season, but he has less chance of, of being out for an extended period of time apart from any normal injury. Appy, I think he can wait a couple of weeks. Ben Hunt, there's a chance he plays number 14 in origin, so keep an eye out on that one there. Uh, who else we got in this section? Barnett, I'd be, I'd be holding slash not bringing him in. I'd be worried about that a little bit um, with, with the minutes that he got on the weekend. Fisher-Harris, I think, will get back into a very, very, very quality scorer. Had limited minutes on the weekend, but just for the fact that, the, that he's played big minutes every week, I think there's you know just an anomaly. And he had enough impact in that time he was on the field. I think 36 minutes for, what, 68 points. So uh, he's also a good option uh, at that cheaper price point. I think he can average somewhere in the, in the low to mid-50s, like he is right now anyway. So um, you're, you're getting him at a slight discount to that, as he should be priced about 700k, but... You know, someone only is going to miss one game over the origin period, which is good. Adam Dewey gets moved to the centers, so I think he's, if you've got him in your team like I do, he's a hold, but I wouldn't be bringing him in this week. I'd be, I'd be holding off. Just wouldn't want to cop a 30-odd after bringing him in this week. If he moves back to the halves, I think he's a good buy. Uh, moving along, Luke Thompson, very, very good score on the weekend. Price of 56, so he's underpriced based on that. He just doesn't play 13, which is a, a bit of a worry for overall, but head-to-head, guys, I, I think he's a nice pod to bring in to score you in that mid-50s. If he's going to get big minutes every week like he has been, like he's shown so far, he's got a really good motor and a good PPM. I think he's an awesome option for your squad. Ryan Sutton, I think, is a trade-out with that hyper-extended elbow. 
It's a hard one. He obviously misses 13 as well, so he misses a couple of the next bunch of weeks. Um, but if he if he comes back strong, I think that price, you know, you might better hold off a couple of, a week or two of him playing, and that price drop will be nice around the 600k mark, and you can pick him up then as someone who is around a 50-odd point scorer. So think about that, maybe following around 13, I think, with him. A lot of people are talking about Maguire, and I think he's a he's a decent option. Just I think there's better. You know, I think I think Fisher Harris is going to be better than him at 20k more. It's Maguire. Like, <laughs> it's funny he played for the Cowboys, and I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't really like him. Maybe just maybe it's just because he's a Queenslander. Um, but yeah, Willie Willie picked in Origin. There's a chance as well. So think about that. Then you can try and wait until round 13 with him. Obviously, you might miss a couple of price rises because he's scoring well, but there's something to something to think about there. All right, Foggs is someone I have in my team at 640K. He's obviously a bit more expensive than he was, but a, a bunch of 60s in a row is really strong. And, and you look at you know him playing with, with Tanner Boyd, and he takes the majority of the kick meters, obviously. 640K, what was the last week one? 456, so really good. Uh, results for him, but that's three 60s in a row, 65, 62, 69, to go along with, what, three other 60s in the year, and a couple of low ones, so uh, really happy, I think he's he's going to average more than 51 for the season, and you look at him as a big pod, in the top 1,000, 6.8%, top 100, 4% of teams own him, so only four teams in that top 100, so he's a good pod, and we'll, uh, at, at a nice price, and we'll score well for you throughout the next bunch of weeks, but you know, for the rest of the year, he's, he's one of those cheaper Cheaper halves you can get, which is good. Uh, Roger, I'd be holding off until round 14. I think he's a really good buy in that one. If you have him, hold steady. Kurt Mann is someone I spoke about heavily last week and I still think is an amazing option. Didn't do a lot last week and still got 48. So if he starts to actually do a little bit in uh, in this week's game against the Tigers, who he should do well against and run the ball and get a lot of tackle breaks and tries and whatever else. So I think he's someone that I can expect around a 60-point score this week at 625K in the half position is perfect. Luke Brooks should do a little bit more this week, I'd imagine, with with Embi moving into the six role, uh, you know, with, with Brooks at seven there. So a few more kick meters, bits and pieces out there, I think is a good uh, good result for Brooks. And if you own him, keep hold of him. Same with Twile, just keep holding him. 619K now, it's, it'd probably be silly to trade him out when he's going to be playing around 13 and averaging around 50, so... Uh, hold on steady with him. There's obviously a lot more issues at this current time uh, with 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 all of our squads and how many players are out. If you've got Hudson Young, I'd be holding steady with him, which is good with him moving back into the lock roll with Tarpanay out. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes in the middle as to how he goes on the edge. We can see that he's obviously played a little bit through the middle in the past, but he does seem to score a little bit better on the edge just with him getting chances of uh, of picking up some... Some tries, for example. Uh, he's got 40 minutes for 30 or 46 minutes for 58. So him being a workhorse is helpful for him. You can see some games in the prop position. He has a very, very solid PPM. So I think either way, he scores pretty well. Come off the interchange, he, he did well as well last year. So I don't see him, as be, uh, him moving to the middle as being an issue at all. And if you own him, 4% of teams still do. So I think you've got to hold steady. And when none of the none of the top 100 and what one person in the top 1,000 has him, two people, sorry, um, I think he's a he's a good one to, to keep hold of in your squad. Christian Welch, I've spoken about uh, in the in the teamless video. He gets a pretty decent bench this week, and I'd imagine for him that means a few extra minutes after a, a game last week with, with lower minutes. They do come up against St George, who will be okay as a, as a team. I'd imagine the 
even with Smithy and Grant out, the the Storm play the Storm team should still win comfortably. But I think it means a closer game and and less points for for Storm, which means some work, more work through the middle for Welch and maybe some bigger minutes. So I think he's worth holding this week with all the issues that we've got. Obviously, before we found team lists, and I think he was a possible chance of an upgrade because I'd be I'll be upgrading him before round thirteen. So think about that there. Smithy's a hold. Trevojevic, if you're playing head-to-head, I think he's solid at a cheap price and improving his scores each week. Uh, but that's about it. Um, we had to be going any lower. All right, let's go down to 550, and then we'll do a video from 550 down. Uh, who else we got? Clemmer, 591. Uh, he's, just, he's an okay buy. He's still, he got decent minutes on the weekend and, and still didn't still didn't score incredibly. He's very similar to that of, um, of Barnett there. 591K. I think we still we haven't really seen the signs yet of him scoring amazingly well. Obviously, the two weeks in a row, actually, sorry, he did end up with fifty two last week for fifty one minutes. So, much better score and two hundred and five run meters is good. I think you've you've got him at pretty much his his floor in terms of his price. So he's a, he's a solid option with with basically no ownership in the top five thousand. So, think about him if you if you're looking to pick up someone in a strong position coming into the buy period. Dylan Edwards, again, at that cheaper price, is a good option along with someone like Brimson, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, Nathan Brown's back. I'll be holding him. Carrigan's a sell. What else we got around here? Rapana, we spoke about a little bit in the last video. You can do what you like with him, but it should be out for the next three of the next four weeks, you'd imagine. Um, and Talke Aho is an interesting one. Here we go. Oh, we got Brimson too. Um, Talke Aho at 5-5-1. Coming off the bench... Was a little bit of an issue for him. I think I just think with all the issues, you've got to hold him at least until round thirteen and make that decision from there. He's not going to lose you too much more cash at five fifty one, but it could could pump out a couple of fifties or sixties with Lindsay Collins out, for example. So keep an eye on him. Gags is a hold. Brimson I think is a decent trade in target. He's scoring much better over the over the last bunch of weeks. He's up against Penrith this week, so you maybe can hold off one week with him and pick him up closer to thirteen. So. Uh, we'll leave it at that for this video, guys, all the way down to 550K. Um, hope you got a lot out of that and you found some guys that you could possibly bring in. And then we can use this video in conjunction with my next one where I talk about everyone from 550 down with a bunch of those those nice mid-rangers in the, in the centers, for example. Uh, we'll talk about Matt Burton, these types of guys, but then also talk about the cash cows and what to do with them over the next few weeks and leading up into that round 13 buy. So I hope you enjoyed that video, guys. Hope it provided a lot of value and we'll catch you in the next one where we talk about those guys there. Enjoy out. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on 
small body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.